uh, let's do um, two part male female. Uh, biggest gripe, biggest lack in the relationship coming from a male energy and a female energy. What do you get in in couples? Yeah, largely from men, it's um, a lack of sexual intimacy uh -huh. um, and criticism and judgment. Criticism and judgment pull that in. So most people don't really necessarily understand criticism and judgment. Want to give an example of just something sure. simple so people for sure, for sure, um, and shame as well. I'll put in that that in there as well. So um, the partner, the we'll just gonna say husband and wife for simplicity's sake. The wife will say, "Why do you always do this wrong? You're such a piece of shit, or you're so incompetent, or why can't you ever do it right?" Or I've told you a thousand times, why can't you remember? These are examples of shaming, judgment, criticism. Why are you teaching the kids to do that? You shouldn't be doing that. Form of emasculation at some mm -hmm. level as well. Emasculation carries two parts. It's probably important to know. It carries the intention, the, the, the delivery of the message, and also how one receives it. So if you're really grounded in yourself and your self-worth is high, you won't feel so emasculated. It doesn't mean that she's not attempting to emasculate you or he, if, uh, you know, um, unconsciously and or consciously, but there's two main parts of that. So you, the combination is if you have an intention to hurt someone else or to lower them be, be, before you, below you, and you have low self-worth, that's a great recipe for emasculation. But there are examples of criticism, right? Judgment. Does that, that suffice for you? Yeah. 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 Um, on the female and, side. On the female side, um, not being understood, not, not feeling safe, in the emotionally safe in the relationship, and their partner's not... Um, being able to express themselves and be emotionally available, largely, maybe physically available as well, but just available to the needs of that partner. You know, we often communicate through our values. Like, are you guys familiar with the five love languages? Hmm? Yeah. So let's just say mine's um, physical touch and acts of service, which pre pretty much is there. Words of affirmation is very high for me as well. Um, I will have an unconscious expectation that people in my life that care about me will give me that. Because that's how I, that's, that's, or, or rather, I should reverse that. Sorry, my apologies. I'll reverse that. I'm going to naturally give physical touch and acts of service because that's how I receive affection yeah. and care and love, right? And so we often come from those places. So, you know, if, if, a, if a female is strong in her feminine body, and that, that is connected to waves of emotion and, and, and emotional expression and, and, and the human body as well, then she's going to want that from her partner. She's going to want to be understood and seen and heard and accepted in those ways as well. Largely, if that man is really connected through intimacy, uh, with intimacy through sexual union, he's going to want that from his desire, that from his partner as well, or, you know, potentially multiple partners. And that goes both ways as well, depending on how, you know, the dynamic of a relationship. But that's kind of a vicious circle because if there's the shame, judgment and criticism, I'll just say female to male, then how is the male going to want to give them the safe space, the love, the compassion they're looking for? So you end up in this fucked up vicious cycle. Um, are you able to work with people to help break that or, um, you know, giving people hope of there is a way to reverse some of that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, and you know, the, I, I'll give you an example. I, I was uh, at a long drive here, so I I, <laughs> I spoke, I had a lot of meetings. And, uh, and one of the sessions I had was actually with a, a friend of uh, friend of mine. 
I'm I'm working with a with her husband. She just wanted to have a brief conversation with me. Um, and something I, I shared with her an example. So if you can imagine you have a jewelry box and in that jewelry box, I first heard this example from my wife. In, in the jewelry box, there's many old gold chains, right? And, and you get in your head that you want to wear a thin one. And you find this thin one and it's all tangled with all the other chains and it's tangled within itself and you're trying to undo the knots and you're literally there 15 minutes and nothing's working. And then you get to this one knot and that one knot undo undoes or whatever it, it all the other knots you have that experience you get what i'm yeah. talking about right it's a yeah. fairly accurate experience mm -hmm. uh -huh. it sort of sets a precedent trauma is very much the same so often what happens in relationship we, we're trying to fix and work with what's presenting in the now but that's just a knot on top of a core knot or core knots that were established well before you guys even got together do you notice a lot of people have knots from childhood that they don't even realize today that they say, oh, I've had a perfect childhood. There is no trauma. There is no. Okay. I'm going to give you an example. You're going to love this. I'll just finish. I'll, I'll close the loop on one thing. So yes, they need to learn how to regulate their nervous systems more often than not down regulating the nervous systems in the present moment. Right. So they need tools for that. And they also need uh, practices to go into the deeper stuff in safe ways, not reliving the past, but expressing what was unfelt <laughs> let me give you an example i work with a client and he's a again friend of mine now he's a friend of mine before man this guy has so much trauma so he was so when i said to him when we first started walking to get working together i said walk me through your life walk me through some of the highlights some of the lowlights just openly speak to the experiences that you've had that you think may be big in your life and he was talking as if we were talking about those cars. He was talking about, yeah, yeah, I got raped by my babysitter when I was seven. My dad beat me up. Um, I nearly went to jail when I was 15, but I didn't go. Oh, I forgot about that time. I was also raped by my uncle. Like he was talking, and these are real examples, by the way. I'm not, I'm, yeah. He was talking as if he was just recollecting what he did yesterday. I can't tell you how many people are like that. What about the people that don't even realize? Well, they can't even remember because they blocked yeah. it out. They, 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 that's that's a that's a delicate very, situation. Yeah, I mean, obviously, to of it's all delicate to be okay with that in a sense of talking about it like it it is. I mean, I, I know we we're supposed to unwrap that baggage and be open about it, but it's a it's got to be done. Yeah. In very careful ways. Yeah, it yeah. has to be done in very methodical ways. You, the, the nervous system is a, is such an. There's so much we don't know about. So what do you find with him? He has lack of lack of attachment and and lack of emotional ability. He's completely disassociated. Yeah, because he had to. Yeah. Right? So we, we, we. It was so traumatic his life. This is one of those. He had to check out the cases that yeah. he had to check out to survive, and now probably not much bothers him. Yeah. Which people find him completely emotionally unavailable, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. And aloof. Yeah. 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 And That's so terrible. It, it is, but, but yeah. he's a v very much not an isolated case. Very much not an right. isolated case. I can't. So anecdotally speaking, not, empirical, not empirical evidence here. Okay. All the workshops I've run, men, women, co-ed, all of that, all the workshops I've been a part of the last 23 years, I would say, let me ask you guys, I'm curious. Let me ask you this first before I give you this anecdotal stat. Uh, no trauma is worse than the other, and that's not completely true, 
right? So there's, there's, you know, trauma is too much too soon, too fast. And trauma is ultimately the way we interpret and experience the event that's happening. We can experience the same event and have a very different internal experience separately based on so many different factors, right? So we'll just take sexual abuse as one that is, you know, a pretty horrific thing. And there are obviously levels to that, of course. So you can be locked in a dungeon for 15 years and no. be, you know, can keep going and going and going. Or you can, it can be a one-time thing that happens when you're drunk. If it, there are many layers to that. But let's just take sexual abuse as one. Percentage of men, so out of, out of 10, what do you think the percentage of men are? Like if you lined up 10 random men here, what would you say out of 10, how many do you think would have been sexually abused? Four. Fuck, Jimmy told us this stat. I think it was 50%, so five. Yeah, you, you guys are pretty close. It's anecdotally, it's about six, six to seven. Really? It's that high. And I was for, trying to for think, women, you would think that it would be two to maybe two, maybe none. You know what I mean? Is what you would automatically think. Obviously, yeah. you're going in a route that. Yeah. So I chose a little bit higher. Yeah. But I felt like in today's time that that for 40 percent. For women, it's about seven or eight. Wow. Yeah. Seven, seven or eight. Oh. Yeah. Maybe even a little higher. Yeah. Yeah. That they could be close. Well, we don't give credit to this. And and and. No. No. No, there's a lot, there's a lot that's happening here that we, even, even, you know, kids that are experimenting with older kids or that older kids would force something on them. Yeah. Again, they're still kids, right? I'm not, I'm not throwing blame here at anyone, but there's so many nuances, to this, there's so much nuance to these experiences. And, but to go back to what you shared around, there's so much that we don't know that we've suppressed. And so you could imagine, let's just say it's accurate that there's six or seven men that have been sexually abused, right? That are walking around as adults that have been abused, that are holding on to that abuse in their nervous system. They're holding on to that. As a result of that, they're now hyper vigilant in the world, right? They don't trust. They don't like, they don't love because sex, although it's a physical act, it's also a very intimate and vulnerable act. And for that to be the power to be taken from them or they had to give it away or they had to check out for something that is essentially primal and visceral but also sacred it's both yeah. to me at least anyway the real world that no, i live right. yeah. there and couple that with this is the best part or the worst part big boys don't cry men aren't men aren't um encouraged to share themselves no they're not encouraged to share their feelings and their emotions right. now in some circumstances i agree with that if you're in a survival state you're not going to say Whoa, stop shooting for a second. I just need to get some some sadness oh, out. I've got to cry here. <laughs> Woo, this is fucking big. You know, you guys are, there's there, there's there, there's yeah. people there. Two of my buddies just died. Give me a moment. There's no time for emotions. Yeah. It's time for action, right? And that, that, that's an extreme example, but is war really that extreme in our world today? No. No, not at any time. Not at any fucking time. That's right. Yeah. So we forget you. how we've been good for a while. Not everywhere, mm. but, you know, mm. yeah. That's right. So do you have a process to help people unravel the stuff that they don't acknowledge or that they think everything's peachy? Yeah, I do. And it's, um, I'm it's, not saying to explain it all right now. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. And so I'm going to come back to the principles, right? And the principles and I come back, meaning I haven't actually shared this, but I'm going to share it now. I've shared parts of it. So the first thing I do, most people don't feel safe with other people, full stop, right? That, that's the reality. They just don't feel emotionally safe. They don't feel they feel judged or they, they're scared that they, people might, may judge them or they're physically threatened. 
uh, Trevor Noah, he's a little, little, my opinion, but he's a little woke for me, but irrespective. Yeah. He's a pretty cool comedian. Yeah. I went to his comedy show a few years ago and he um, was, was citing a research study done on, um, on females, cross-cultural study with hundreds of thousands of women, right, over periods of time. So it was a longitudinal study as well. <laughs> uh, one of the questions they asked was, if there were no men on the planet, what's the first thing that you would do? What, what, do you, what would you, if you were to put your, your mind in the, in the mind of a woman, which is difficult to do, right? What do you think the answer would be? Something twisted, go fuck a monkey? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something a little more simple, give you a hint. Be themselves? Not quite. That's, a com that's complex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be happy? That's complex too. <laughs> Go for a walk at night by themselves. Wow. Yeah, of course. Overwhelming response was that. Yeah. Now, the reason why you guys don't get that, neither do I, is because when was the last time you... I mean, maybe here in LA in some areas, yeah, you're going gonna, you're gonna, to you're gonna be aware, but... No, we don't get it. You're right. I actually had Go for a jog at night. With my wife. That was it. With my wife recently. And yeah. I think that exact thing came up actually is that... that or I heard it somewhere and yeah. we talked about it is yeah. that... Yeah, we take for granted the fact that we can move around as we want. We yeah. don't know what it's like to have like every person basically trying to fuck them since they were a little kid, more or less. You know what I mean? Yep. Attractive, unattractive, yep. Ir irrelevant in, yep. in the cause of that situation. Yep. And we don't give any credit for it. Yep. Um, so the reason I think like that, right? Yeah, you know, we don't. So the reason why I brought that up as an example is about safety in the body. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though, with men, so many men grow up in, not all, but so many men grow up in violence as well. So they don't feel safe in their bodies. So they develop, like me, I mean, I'm not a massive guy, I'm only 180 pounds, but, you know, I pride myself on strength, on being athletic, on being strong. You know, if, again, being honest, like I love my tattoos, but at the time when I got these tattoos, like part of me, when I reflect back on that, it's all protective armor. Like it's all, how can I make myself as strong as possible in all the different ways, psychologically, emotionally, physically, like all of that. So men don't feel safe in their bodies. So the first thing that I do when I'm working with people is I help them be safe in their bodies by me being safe in my body. That means slowing down. I slow down my breath because when we slow down, things start to open up to us. Like I'm about to jump into, in November, I'm about to jump into an um, eight-day darkness retreat, fasted as well, wow. right? So just, just water, quite days. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, in the dark. Because I want to create space from my everyday life and I want to be in the stillness and the silence of my own being, right? I've done little things like that before, but never eight days, not like this. That's, that's so it's going to be, I don't know, hope, hopefully I'll last. We'll see. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. How do you find the bathroom? Uh, yeah, they got ropes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but that's one of the reasons. Actually, I'm a, I'm a seasoned faster. Like I just, I just do it often. I've been doing it for years. One of the reasons, secret, is that I can't be going to the toilet except for to urinate so if i'm not eating i'm not going to the toilet yeah you know great to. <laughs> yeah. and it, and it, adds, it adds another dimension to the experience as well yeah. I'm, I'm definitely for that too but that's part of my i guess my laziness it's not laziness it's more of a preference but i i say that because we we don't we need to slow down and so when i'm working with clients often what i'm doing is i'm just i'm speaking really slow i'm breathing really slow i'm i'm slowing them down 
I'm pausing a lot, getting them in their bodies because they're so disassociated. So like, okay, tell me what your knee's doing right now. So they have to pay attention to their knee. Okay, I want you to take 10 long, slow breaths and I'm going to count. And I'm going to count it all. And I just want you to slow. That, these are the foundations that I lay. A lot of it's intuitive. A lot, a lot of it's knowing the right questions to ask as well that opens something up that gives them an emotional release that they may not be connected to. I use a lot of somatic tools. As an example of that is breath work. So an example, a specific example, a modality of breath work that I would use is something akin to holotropic breath work, if you guys are familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Just like a hyperventilating style of breath. It's, it's nasal and mouth, uh, it varies, but that puts you into a place, oh, very simply said, it pushes on areas of your brain, the technique pushes on areas of your brain that access repressed emotion, feelings, thoughts, memories, etc that give those things that are bound in your body an opportunity to be released without necessarily having context and story, which reliving the context and story can be the very harmful thing sometimes if it's not done in appropriate ways. So there's a, there's a, uh, um, I don't want to say a system is a, um, a sequence There's a sequence to it that can help just unlock feeling safer in the body. And it's, it can, it's almost instant. Well, like I've had people, Again, with breath work, I do this a lot. Um, I can't say how many times I've had people just say, "This one-hour session, this three-hour session, has just unlocked ten years of therapy that I could not that I couldn't unlock in ten years of therapy." I've been working on this for twenty years, or I've been in this for three years, or it can really the accessing the unconscious aspect of self is really powerful. Something that fascinates me deeply. Yeah, it's a. This is a definitely one of our deepest episodes. Um, oh yeah, and well needed as well. I mean, obviously we both have a family and 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 a significant other, so it's helpful for us to. And we've been through some shit. Yeah, I mean, what we learn as we get older is that we've all been through some shit. And when you said we deify our parents, it's funny because at some point that obviously our perception of that obviously changes the exact opposite, and then we have to unpack that as well, right? Is that when we figure out that they, you know. Yeah they weren't deities that they were just yeah. people trying to figure it out and we have to come to terms with the that that uh baggage as well i heard my wife say i'll, I'll quote her often she's i think i have a bias but i think she's pretty smart yeah. <laughs> um she said we have to grieve the death of our parents twice the yeah. parents that we never had and their physical death the parents that we wanted and never had yeah and their physical death it's a very powerful statement mm. yeah i don't really have a the best relationship with either of my parents. I can't really talk to, uh, well, I'm not talking to my dad at the moment, but uh, uh, my mother is like, we don't really like, I can't have like a, a real conversation or relationship with her, you know? How do you feel about that? I mean, I've come to terms with it. It's unfortunate, you know what I mean? Um, you've come to intellectual terms with it or you think you've expressed some emotion around that as well? I mean, it. Um, not to put you on the spot you don't know yeah yeah of course no that's what we're here for um better be careful your mom's gonna call you yeah she will probably <laughs> she can't call she watches me. the podcast she's actually blocked on my phone at the moment so she won't be <laughs> calling <laughs> uh but uh um somebody will hear about it I'm sure. um yeah i mean i've 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 made my peace with it i have a way of making peace with things in life and knowing that i can live with that for you know, for the foreseeable future. It's obviously at this point, you know, that, that, uh, you know, due to her things that have happened in her life and the way that she deals with it, 
unfortunately, we can't have a positive uh, mother, you know, parental type of relationship. Still, it still affects you, impacts you, some of the ways that she is. I mean, it's sad that I didn't have anybody. Um, I didn't have any real parental guidance around me, right? I felt like I raised everyone around me in some sense. Yeah, I've been working way. since I was like five or six, also. So, I guess in their uh, in their point of view, I owe everything I have to them. But in the opposite turn of that, like, he grew up too quick. Yeah, where would, you, where would you have been without without me as well? Type of deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's a it was a lot in that sense. I would love to have like a, a it would have been nice to have some like, you know, guidance from somebody that was actually family to me that I felt like I could trust and 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 uh, look up to in a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, I mean, obviously, I've had other relationships. What do they say? The it's not that blood's thicker than water. It's that the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. So I guess in life, I've been given other positive role models and people to learn from and uh, access to that so i've dealt with it in that way you know yeah that doesn't take away the the pain of what your little boy needed and 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 so like a because you, you know, you've been asking about tools and techniques and so yeah. one of the modalities that we would use that i would use is in a child work right and parts therapy like mm -hmm. the style, style therapy of uh, combining inner inner child work and parts work to help you access that part of you that felt disenfranchised, that didn't feel supported, didn't feel supported, that felt lost, that wanted guidance, that wanted love, that wanted to be accepted, that wanted to be a kid. You know, didn't want to have to work at five years old when you just when you're just finally forging your identity in the world, you know, between yeah. the ages of five to seven. And that needed that and, and to learn how to reparent yourself. And so again, I can't tell you how many people have have come to me and I've seen just in the in the over the years do inner child work and, and really heal the wound with their parent without their parents because some of their parents have been dead they yeah. they can't they don't have the opportunity to reconcile yeah and and they're physically not here and but the ones that are they let so much go they change so much and i and i can't if i tell you if i try and explain to you what a new color is that you've never seen it's it, you can't imagine it right so I, I can't explain to you what it would be like to be on the other end of this not feeling what you're feeling However, when you are and you bring that version of you to your parents, one of two things generally happens. The things that you wanted from your parents come to you, they actually are able to give them to you and you're able to see them and feel them and, and receive them. Or they still can't give you what you wanted, but you're actually okay with that. Yeah. You're actually at peace with it. And then you make a more of a self-conscious choice around, um, it, it's not about boundaries per se, but you just make a choice of, oh, I don't need this person in my life and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I've made that yeah. peace with them a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like it's obvious that that uh it has no detrimental effect on my life, more for yeah. my children and the peace of understanding yeah. that type of role. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Being present in yeah. that and then knowing is this like a good or a bad relationship for my children to be having anyway, you know? Yeah, which is a very legitimate, I think a very legitimate yeah. question. I mean I, I grew up, I was very fortunate whilst my parents were very volatile. Are your parents still together? No, no, they nope. they separated when I was like six or seven years old. That's yeah. another heavy thing as well to experience. Yeah, I've had like all types of, you know, yeah. it's, you know, normal American upbringing. <laughs> Sad to say that, isn't it? And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's yeah, whole, I mean, unfortunately, that's what, that's what it is, you know. Um, we're all creatures of, of dysfunction in some sort of way. Yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 I was born in 81, so like we're like the, the yeah. prime, like, latchkey, like... Yeah. 
we raised ourselves. Yeah, yeah, no, I can relate. Realistically, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it was. People worked and we raised ourselves and now the world is the way it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always interested in what, you know, what effect that, and you have you have awareness around it, right? So I think the the impact and effect that has on your children is very different because you have awareness around it, and they have a totally different life than me. Yeah, and you can mitigate that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 big time. I'm very protective. One of my biggest uh, uh, with my ex that we have two children together. One of my biggest things is me protecting the children and them trying to like over socialize them and me having an issue with it, due to being, you know professionally over socialized and understanding the dynamics of that you know it's mm. easy to want to uh attain things when you haven't had them hindsight is hindsight of me actually living that experience and telling you why it's not a good idea. what you mm. think it is you know what i mean mm. it's great to make them want to do things but at like five and six years old they don't know what the fuck they want to do they need to just be themselves right so yeah I, we're going through that right now that's why i bring it up like i had he heard me yesterday on the phone talking about a situation based off of that, you know, which is great. My daughter's very talented, but she uh, has a very uh, uh, overachieving grandmother that like it's just kind of like, you know, it's one thing is to be a kid. Like, I don't I think there's a limit to like how many what activities. Type of activities and different things we need yeah. to be doing. We need downtime to like rest you. Man, it's I just being a parent is so much. It's complex, bro. So yeah. so much, so com yeah. so much complexity. I have I have a range too. So my oldest is twenty one. Oh wow! From uh from my uh, first marriage when I was a little kid, basically, mm -hmm. and then uh, and then I have a five and a seven year old, and then now a ten month old. Wow! With what my a range. wife. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, a definitely an interesting dynamic of. As I've grown up, obviously the kids have had different parental experiences with me as well. But uh, mm. Gabby's probably getting the best version. Yeah, I mean, no, Shy and Chance have a really good. Uh, they have an amazing life, you know. They have no, you know, people on both sides. Best that version are, of obviously. You, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Um, All the growth you've done over the I years. Mean, yeah, and they've you know the five and the seven year old are in a good place too. Mm. They come from two sides of a family that have you know are financially stable and are pretty that helps man. sharp you know what i mean obviously oh it's yeah. huge bro it's like one of the biggest <laughs> things you know that we we'd like to say that money isn't everything but it's let's be lot. honest bro it's a lot it's a lot in the world we live in the so fact that, that like when you get to a point where you don't have to worry about like where your next meal is coming from or like we're not think of like flashy things but realistically basic like human necessity is is that when you don't have to worry about what comes next the whole world changes for you, right? Oh, yeah. Because being your true self is different than because you're not worrying about what anybody feels, how they react to you. You've, you've changed your perception of reality because you know that, you know, six months down the road, you're going to be okay and you're not, you know, doing things that you don't want to do to make sure things are falling in line, right? And I was, I was uh, two days ago, I was just sharing with my wife um, what we're doing for our daughter. And just some of the strategies that we're putting in place for her, that I'm organizing to put in place with her, you know, like, like whole life insurance, some insurance policies yeah. and some very specific accounts just to set her up for success, you know? Yeah. And understanding uh, monetization and, and things that most people aren't taught. Yeah. You can go to college and get a master's degree and not learn about money. You soon I have no idea about any yeah, of that. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I, I just started crying because I just, Christine said, oh, that's, yeah, she was in the bathroom and I was sort of outside and in the, in the outside room. And she just, 
you know, just raised her voice and said, no, no, negative. I just raised her voice and she could, I could hear her. She said, oh, that's, that's, that's awesome that we're doing that particular strategy. You know, it would have been great if, um, you know, our parents did that for us, so to speak. And then her, and her parents are actually quite astute, but not, not to that level, right? And I just started crying because I thought, man, my, we just were just figuring out where money was going to come from week to week. My dad was a gambling addict, you know, and it's just my parents said, I, 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 my parents don't support me. My parents don't give yeah. me anything. I support them, you know. Yeah. It's, and when when a kid has that, who doesn't have that, right? When when a child has that level of support from their parents, but also you know I think are taught values and principles that go alongside that, man. I, what a what a recipe for a powerful individual in the world, you know. Hundred percent, and yeah. that, that excites me. I get very excited in, in being able to support my daughter in that way. I would have so, loved for them to. Uh, I mean, I made money as a kid, even, and imagine how different our lives could have been if if they knew anything about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's That's not like there wasn't money coming in. Yeah. But knowing what or how to keep it or how to do it and how to move is yeah. like two totally different things, right? Yeah. You keep it a dollar, you make a dollar. They like did the best they could, yeah. obviously. Yeah. No, I get that. They don't they didn't know anything about it, you know? No. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's definitely very sobering to to you know, I mean my only hope is to uh, give them a better setup, obviously, my children than I had, right? Yeah. Or to at least leave them with the knowledge of understanding and understanding that this is, you know, different, different things are, are possible. Yeah. Yeah. And just not to have that stress, man. I, I grew up, I don't know about you guys specifically in this, but I grew up with my parents fighting about money. Yeah. My dad would come home and see an electricity bill and it was a few bucks more than it was the month before and he just lose his shit. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, they would go at it for hours just over this bill. Turn the lights off, do this, do that. Just a total lack, like it's, a, it's such a lack, like a, a lacking mindset, right? What do we know about money? We know that the more you chase it, the more it runs and the more you attract it, the more it comes, right? Like we, yeah. as you get older, you, 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 you learn different things. And it's funny looking back because it was always never enough, not not ever, you know, yeah, uh, attracting more. It's it's a yeah, it's a lot, a lot of trauma from that in general, right? Yeah, yeah just unhealthy relationship to the flow of money and what it actually means, you know. Yeah, what it is. What no, it, I think that's a that's another thing. Actually, back to one of your original questions around what are some of the things that we see in couples. I forgot to mention that one. That there, just the conversation of finances and coupledom. Man, I mean, nowadays, especially with a, a very like even even playing field obviously women's live was needed but also has created some tensions about our places in yep. in a relationship in a household uh we have a lot of women carrying the weight for men and undefined roles and raising children and around money and things it's a yeah. it's a, a, a interesting time to be alive yeah which again like anecdotally speaking most women don't want to be in that place. I'm not saying they don't want to make their own money and be self-sufficient. They don't want to be carrying the burden of provision. They don't want to be carrying the burden of protection and providing. And most women, most women, they want to, they want to be more in their feminine. Yes, they want to be, again, I want to re repeat this because it's, it's important to repeat. They want to be um, self-sufficient. They want to be contributing. They want to be um, self-reliant, all those things. And 
many of the women that that come to me and, and to work with Christine and I and in our in our groups and so forth, they want to be taken care of in certain ways as well. They want to know that that they can be led, not be dominated in unhealthy ways, but actually be led and trust the man that they're with, and be in that. Oh, my man is a provider. Yeah, I can provide too. Great, but my man's a provider as well. Yeah, and then there seems to be an issue saying that. Like there, there, there seems to be. Like that's a very tiptoed around these days. Very, yeah. But obviously, this is our natural role and place in. in At some level, yeah. This is, I think in history of yeah, human being. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and I and I think again, that's not connected. expecting to for me to be as emotionally connected as as a woman is with our children and and ways of like, I'm not, I'm not mentally capable of that. To be honest, you know what I mean. Sure, I love my kids and I have an emotional of relationship course. with them. I'm not as empathetic as my wife is. I'm never going to be as empathetic as my wife is. I'm never going to understand or be able to look at things in that way. Yeah, and there's, there's, I think there's biological reasons for that. In the same sense, I don't expect her to lead us on an expedition or anything in that, in that nature as well, right? Yeah. It's not because I just want to take charge of a situation. That's because it's my natural role to yeah to be in the front of that yeah of that thing right i think so when we say natural what i'm what i'm hearing is the hormonal profile and the brain chemistry yeah. of a, a, man, a woman yeah is different and it's okay that it's different and, yeah. and as a result of that we feel differently about the world we interpret events differently we act in accordance with not only that that biochemistry but also the culture that's laid on top of that as well and what we're more adept at there's just there's areas of of our lives that particularly say in, in the realm of physical strength men are just generally going to be this is why there's such an upheaval about fuck, i don't even know how to say this now it's so confusing no you know what it is about sports yeah you know yeah i just want to have like a, a biological man yeah that was a you know a particular set of so chromosomes that's right as a swimmer but now he's the best in the world that yeah of course well she's swimming. the best in the world or he's the best in the world or fucking i don't it's, it's confusing man well it's, i mean is that good for for women? No, it's, I, I think it's I think it's a disservice to, to women. Terrible. And, and I think when you talk about women's lib movement, yes, that that is a that is a hindrance to the identity of woman, right? And I get that the identity of woman. I think they're separate conversations. A hundred percent. You can identify. I don't want to be yeah. so touchy on the subject because everybody no. should be should feel comfortable in their own skin. Yeah, absolutely. And and your identity is your identity. You want to identify as a table. That's cool. You want to identify that. That's cool. And you know, you're, you're physically not a table. Like, just you know, we're not in the quantum realm here, where you you, you think and believe it. Like, you anybody that, on the men's tennis, pro tennis, like anybody on the men's tour, within with with without too many exceptions, can compete with like Serena and Venus Williams on a tennis court. They know that. Yeah, I they're think, accepting of it. I think they've. I think did one of them say? I that? think so. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that is that anybody? You could pick any of them and they can beat us. And they're obviously extremely dominant in, 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 in women's tennis, right? Yeah. And we know that we're just built differently. We're not the same. Yeah, you can't, you can't discount, even if you've gone through hormone therapy, you can't discount years, you know, two, three decades of bone density and, and testosterone and a hormonal profile that is very different that's still in your body. Like you, your joints, your connective tissue has, has been accustomed to moving that particular way. Yeah. And now you're entering a field where the parameters are very different. I'm not saying they shouldn't be able to compete. Yeah, sure. No, I agree. There, there should be an arena for them to compete. Different yeah. categories. Different categories. So we have yeah. weight class categories. That's, yeah, gender categories. You know, Absolutely. I mean, 
I seen a clip of Dave of Dave Chappelle talking about Caitlyn Jenner the other day, and it was like, obviously Dave, Same Dave, yeah. yeah, but but the but the statement was the statement is that, I mean, what he said was is that Caitlyn became a woman and won Woman of the Year. That's I believe that's a disservice to and women. Said, it's well, biological. How the fuck yeah. do you guys? How should women feel about this fucking thing? Not not is good. That handed an award immediately. <laughs> and, They've been women for. But that's tokenistic. Yeah, that, that, that's tokenistic. That's not. I don't, not. That's not healthy, though, right? No, I don't think it is, yeah. and I don't. And I don't think that's. I don't think that's that's. That's real a per se. To everybody, I feel like. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, and this is what I was speaking to you earlier. Can't award him for his for his bravery. You get awards for a number of different things, I guess. Yeah. Again, that's a subjective perception. But to say that, like, woman of the year, it's, it's a very, it's a controversial area, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy into that. But, but what, what I, what I was saying earlier was that this is the, uh, you know, we've got identity and we've got, like, you can identify in a particular way, but who you are biologically, it can be and often is different to how you identify in in the realm of a transgender conversation, like unless. Did you hear about that that man that wants to again biological man? I can't believe we have to fucking say biological man. You just don't know if you do. That, that that man that was wanting to be the first person to implant a uterus in their body, and I don't know the the science behind it. You may be able to have a better. I don't. I don't even know if that's, I, I remember hearing about the story, but I'm not. Yeah, like super. and and he, so he said. I don't think it was an AI deep fake or anything like that. It's just a general person. Implant a uterus in their body, become pregnant so he can be the first transgendered female to have an abortion. Wow. I'll just put that I on the table. I see that. Yeah. That's pretty deep. Though. That's interesting, huh? Like, it's interesting in the psychology of where we are. But again, what I've what I missed out saying earlier, I think this is this is connected to the the values in, in, in our society, in Western culture, in, in the US, we'll just say, that are a little distorted. And I'm, not, and I'm saying that we're grasping at straws because we don't, we're confused with who we are as people. You know, the breakdown of a society is when you, well, there are many breakdown points, but one of them is- I know where you're leading. Yeah, one of them is when we are confused about who we are fundamentally, just our biology, like it's our, 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 us as people. Like what's next, you know? And again, this isn't this isn't anything against. We're ruled by our taboos. When there's nothing left, that's a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think so because because those taboos generally are extreme. They control society. It's not even law that controls society. Perception of taboo controls society. It's our perception of what is okay. Some things are illegal that we think should be tolerated, and some things are tolerated that we feel like is obvious should be illegal. But our perception of the taboo is is what really controls society, because once you go too far past that, obviously you come into like mob rule of like society taking their own route <laughs> to fixing this situation, right? Um, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's interesting. I, I know we normally don't get here where we are right now on this show because we try to be super Switzerland, but. Uh, it is good to unpack it and to end up in a place where we're actually talking about things in a safe yeah, place. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see this conversation being one laden with judgment or criticism. No, yeah, it's not about that. 
it doesn't come from that space. No, I don't really care what anybody likes or doesn't or wants. No, people to are their own people. They have every right to be that person. I do care about what is like when we can't define what is right in front of us. We're in a scary situation. That that's the point. point. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that I is think like that's where we are. We used to yeah. be in like be able to come to terms with like common sense shit, and it seems like. <laughs> Yeah, and call a spade a spade. Like we live in a very hypersensitive society. I think that's part of the issue as well. We, we, no. We're avoiding conversations. Like you see it in censorship too. You see it in, in large tech platforms, private companies, or I guess the public companies, but they're, they're, they're private entities, I, I guess. I guess not the public entities, whatever. Anyway, they're their own entities that are, you know, I mean, love him, hate him, irrespective, but Instagram and Twitter banned the, the president of the United States. Yeah, I mean that's a big thing. It's huge. That's a that's a that's a really really Especially big being thing. The leading media source. Yeah, and, and, the, and the public square for for the world. Basically. Yeah, why aren't we just having conversations? Why why can't we have meaningful conversations without wanting to offend anyone and without being hyper offended? Yeah. And again, like I'm going to go back to some of the basics. Like when we deal with our trauma, our self worth elevates. Our tolerance elevates, our resiliency ele elevates. Not our complacency and and the the allowing of someone to hurt us, but more so is it's more like water off a duck's back. And instead of getting hypercharged in our nervous system, then we get defensive and protective, we can get curious and go, okay, cool, man. Hey, what you just shared now, I don't really vibe with and it's actually a little offensive, but let me get curious. Like, what makes you say that about me? Instead of me being hyper-threatened and saying "fuck you" back, energetically yeah. or verbally or physically, whatever you know what I'm saying. Like, so, so we ha can have open conversations without massive tiptoeing around or even censorship. And again, I know these are very big issues that we're they're very complex issues, and I don't have an opinion on all of it. It's very difficult and so nuanced, right? I don't have a very safe space publicly anymore to. I don't think we do. Anything. No, even on the show, we have to be careful what we talk. Just in general. Yeah. yeah. And no sense of actual community. Yeah, that, 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 that makes me sad. Different, different backgrounds in life, different uh, races, creeds, political affiliations, all different places, but could share space together in pubs or taverns or restaurants or things and accept each other's differences, you know? And we're in a very, like, like this type of situation, you know, where we're just pointing fingers at each other. So much opposition. I, I feel sad, man. I really do. I, there's so much opposition and there's so much, it, it feels like unwillingness it's to participate. By, it's fueled by attention, right? Part of it is, yeah. The opposition is, 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 well, the algorithm doesn't care about anything, but I have also clicks, so. It's not even, it's not even a, a way that they want to look at it, you know? Obviously, we talked about things being manipulated, but the sense of it in itself is that it's gonna, you know, speed up whatever people click on more. And the more outlandish or crazy, the more attention it's gonna get. Now you have a scary situation. Even political discourse. So what I see in the political sphere is, instead of, I see a couple of politicians speaking to this or candidates, but the overall consensus is not about what I'm doing or what we're doing as a political party or what we want to do, but more so what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Like what are you doing wrong? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna criticize that. I'm gonna judge the fuck out of that. Yeah. I'm gonna make that wrong. And yeah, you're, you're winning wrong. by default now. Yeah. Yeah. Not by leading by yeah. your values. Yeah. 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 Because they're not running off a change or what they want to do or or why you should stand behind them anymore. It's 
it's why you shouldn't vote for the other guy. Well, I think I think a couple of people, from what I see, uh, yeah. uh, Kennedy and uh, Vivek, Vivek yeah. uh, they seem to be standing behind values mm -hmm. more than I guess clear values. According to them, you may align or not align with them, and I don't. But but they seem to be pretty clear in hey, these are the values we want to bring forward. They both speak very well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and now. Do they have substance behind those words? I don't know. I mean, I guess no one really knows. I it. think that, uh, um, I think that Kennedy definitely believes in what he says. Yeah. I think he says some stuff that is, you know, borderline dangerous in this climate. <laughs> so yeah. I would hope that he actually believes in that stuff. Well, to be I, I think so. Yeah. It's definitely hurting his political career. You think so? Being as, as, uh, open. I open. think it has for years. Yes, yeah. definitely. I think that he's, he's a pretty sharp guy in that. He'd probably be further ahead in the agenda if he uh, wasn't so open about the way he feels about things, right? I wonder how factually correct some of the things are that he says as well. I don't know. I mean, yeah. what what does anybody know anymore? We don't know, right? Nobody knows. Part of the it's part of the issue again. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, as we wrap the show, is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? You know that we didn't discuss, or something you believe in, or whatever that might be. If we go if we go back to you know relationships being the you know healthy intimate relationships not just our romantic partners um, but the relationships with people that matter most to us if we look at that as the almost like the nucleus of our lives that's why I spend so much time in relationships I think there's I feel they're so important they I I know when I have really connected relationships in my life with people that see me and respect me and care for me and it's reciprocal right. Man, I flourish. I feel very alive. I feel unstoppable. I feel very connected to what I'm doing. And I think when most people are in that space and they have healthy relationships they can rely on, the whole world changes. And go back to what we spoke about at the beginning, which is so many people feel so isolated, feel yeah. so alone. They don't have safe spaces to express, to be themselves. They don't have people they can trust, right? Um, and you know, as a result of that, people will look for um, identity or look for reprieve in the fringes, or they'll look for it on the outskirts of life. They want it because they want to be accepted, and they consider themselves to be outcasts, and so they go towards where people are outcasts, right? But then all that creates is just more and more disparity in the world and in our community. So I think, you know, focusing on rich relationships um, is a remedy antidote solution to um so much of what we're experiencing so much of the disharmony that we're experiencing in our world and i don't want to paint this picture that our world is shit. i think our world is amazing um I, I think we have a tremendous opportunity as human beings to go well beyond with where we've ever gone before um, and i don't just mean you know going to mars or outer space or you know the depths of the oceans physical exploration yes but more you know, that psychonaut, the, 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 the internal exploration, right? And doing that together with people that we really care about. So I would just say, like, if you can take anything away from this is look at the relationships in your life that really matter, that are important to you, and that the ones that are working and make them deeper. And if you don't have any of that, how can you create that in your life? As I truly believe that your life will be better for it. And, and so will the lives of those around you. 100%. Um. Please share with everybody where uh, they can um, find you for teaching classes, uh, coaching, um, social. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me on, first of all. Appreciate being here. Um, at Stefanos Safandos on any of my um, 
social media channels except for Twitter. They don't give me enough characters. So at Steph Sapandos. <laughs> <laughs> I'll link it below. Just yeah. So people yeah. And my and my website stephanosapandos.com. All right, buddy. Well, we appreciate it. it. I feel like I unpacked some stuff here. So um, the cool part about podcasting is that we uh, we get to learn from the guests, and that's that's an amazing thing. Yeah, and likewise, I get to learn from you guys. So hopefully, you get to keep my uh, quick to quit. Yeah, quick to commit. Quick to commit. Quick, quick to, to quit. quit. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. Like, comment, subscribe. See you on the next one.